morning we're going to talk about sugar. Uh, it was, for many of us, right, it was Super Bowl weekend. Thankfully, it was a pretty exciting game. That was, uh, I have to say, that was really fun to watch. Uh, I didn't have a, a dog in the uh, in the hunt, so as to say. I'm a Packer fan, but it was a lot of fun. But I know that during Super Bowl, people tend to eat a lot of food that they don't normally eat. And even if you're not a big sugar eater, if you were eating some of the typical foods that go along with a Super Bowl party, you know, nachos, most of it's all processed. And the more processed food we eat, the more sugar we're getting into our diet. And so today that's what I want to talk about is how to eliminate some of that sugar from our diet. My name is CJ Johnson and my background is in the golf industry. I had a talent for swinging a golf club and I managed to turn that into a successful corporate career. Uh, but while I was building that career back in my 30s, I was gaining weight. And by the time I was 38, I topped out the scales well over 250 pounds. And that's when I took control of my life and started to change some of my habits. And then in 2013, when TR90 uh, program was launched, it became a regular part of my fitness routine, helping me to maintain my body and actually change my body yet again. Because one of the great things about TR90 is that it helps us to build muscle. But um, TR90 or anything that's out there is not take a pill or take a powder, drink a powder, drink a shake and get fit. There are a multitude of other behaviors that need to go along with that. And that's what this call is dedicated to, or helping us to change, realize what some of those behaviors are, and to make the change so that we can have lasting change. And my lasting change is I've been able to maintain that weight loss, which has been 100 pounds, from uh, the time I was 38 to I will be 57 this year. So it's been quite a long time. And one of those things that I've needed to do and I think most of us need to do, is we need to watch our sugar intake. Um, back in the late, early, I'm sorry, early 1960s, the sugar industry realized that sugar was changing our health, specifically Americans' health. They paid scientists to blame the fat industry. And, and this is fact. You can look it up. You can read all about it. And this came out just a couple of years ago. So they started blaming fat, which is why we're fat phobic, right? I mean, if, if you talk to people about reading labels, chances are they're not really looking for sugar, but they're looking for fat. I mean, people have started to look a little bit more for sugar, but for a long time, they were looking for fat. That's why we had such nasty additives like Olestra. Uh, which was a designed in a lab uh, additive to food to keep our bodies from absorbing some of the fat, which ultimately made us sick. And believe it or not, that subject or that, that substance is still legal in the United States. It's illegal in most other um, first world countries because it's just so bad for us. But it's, it's led to all those types of things when really the culprit all along has been sugar and the processed food industry keeps adding more and more sugar and they keep changing the packaging so it's harder and harder for us to find but you know our, our sugar intake has been increasing exponentially 
over a period of time. So if you look like 200 years ago, so back in 1822, the average person ate 6.3 pounds of sugar a year. Now, if you compare that to some estimates from 2012, um, the average person is eating somewhere around 130 pounds of sugar a year. I mean, that's more than like 20 times more. So it's really no wonder that we're bigger than we have ever been. Uh, the average person, that means you're pretty much eating around 17 teaspoons of sugar a day. Uh, the recommended daily amount is six for women and nine for men. So, I mean, that's a pretty big gap. And so today I want to give you some things, now that you know what's going on, let me give you some things to help you eliminate some of that gap. Because it is, it's easier to cut sugar from your diet than you may think. Um, so the very first thing, and, and I love this because that's what the TR90 program is really all about, is eating more protein. You know, one of our targets is to get at least 30 grams of protein in each and every meal. And that's because a diet that's rich in protein keeps you full, keeps you satisfied, and therefore you are less likely to crave sweets. Um, so a a another great way to get enough protein is that when you plan your snacks on the TR90 program, right, you've got your three meals and you've got your snacks, is to plan a snack around protein. So that's, you know, that could be, uh, as an example, a snack of string cheese. There's about seven grams of protein in a snack of string cheese, and that's uh, relatively low in terms of caloric content. Maybe it's an egg, right? Like a hard-boiled egg, um, a handful of nuts. Watch, watch the, the nuts. Uh, you know, when I count it out, I think it's, um, I count down somewhere before, between 14 and 17 pistachios is 100 calories worth of nuts. That's also going to give me some additional protein. It's really easy when we're eating nuts to grab multiple handfuls, and now we got multiple calories. We also get some fat from the nuts, which is great, because one of the things I didn't mention in the intro is we need that fat. We need dietary fat to help our bodies create energy, different um, uh, cellular processes, as well as creating different hormones. So um, nuts can be a great additive to that. How about having a little baked chicken breast or a meatball as a snack? I, I, so as you sit there and as you look at your day, when you are already planning your meals around protein, how about just making sure that you plan some of your snacks around protein to get more uh, protein in your diet, and that will stave off some of the sugar cravings. Okay. Another one, and this kind of maybe sounds counterintuitive to people, is to avoid artificial sweeteners, okay? And truly, that really is one of the biggest myths out there, is that Calorie-free, artificial sweetened beverages just don't impact your fat loss. So I am sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but the truth is that diet so soda that you tend to sip on is making it harder for you to reach your goal weight. Now, you're probably saying, hey, CJ, that just absolutely doesn't make sense. Well, 
Yes, you're right. The diet soda doesn't contain any calories, but it has been shown to cause cravings for sugary foods. So it's, it's actually having the exact opposite effect. Not to mention that the sweeteners in most diet sodas are horrible. Aspartame has been linked to a variety of other, specifically some autoimmune um, malfunctions in our body. Uh, aspartame is just awful for you, and it's in everything. It's in our diet sodas. It's in our yogurt. You know those yogurts, the 90-calorie yogurts? It's in there. Um, so put down the artificial sweeter, sweeteners, uh, and if you're looking for something to drink, you know, it's water. Your body needs the water. And if you're not a water drinker, I'm not. I, I, I really just don't like the taste of plain still water. I have a soda stream, and I make sparkling water for myself all the time. And I drink five to six bottles of that a day, you know, five to six 20-ounce bottles a day. That helps my body and my muscle. It helps my digestive processes. It gives my body essentially what it needs to function better. And if I'm trying to lose weight, or in my case, I'm just maintaining my weight, I need my body to function on all cylinders. Uh, so give it the water that it needs. Steer clear of the artificial sweeteners. And, and if you are going to use them, use them extremely sparingly. Um, one of my, one of, and, and although there's still some conflicting research on this, at this point in time, one of the better artificial sweeteners would be stevia, if you're going to use an artificial sweetener. Um, I know a lot of people have taken to agave and those types of things. Sugar is still sugar is still sugar, whether it's agave or honey. Um, sugar causes cravings for sugar. So just you know, think of it that way. Because another thing is, as you start to change your palate, right, as you start to remove some of those things from your um, palate, you're going to find that you crave it. Not only do you crave it less, but your tolerance for, because your tolerance for sugar is decreasing, something that maybe didn't taste real sweet before has a sweetness to it. You know, one of the examples I like to use is, um, Pink Lady Apples. Pink Lady Apples kind of have a tart, sweet flavor to them. And when I eat the Pink Lady Apple, I can really taste the swing. If I happen to be filling my sugar receptors with a lot of sugar, Pink Lady Apples really don't taste very sweet to me. To, to me. So as you start changing your, your palate, you're going to notice that. And one of those things to start changing your palate, palate with is if you're really craving something that's sweet, how about some fruit? Um, you know, organic, seasonal, fresh fruit. I, I had a friend who came up from um, the uh, California Valleys where everything is grown, and she stopped. She has a tangerine tree, and she stopped, and she picked uh, probably 20 tangerines for me, and they have now begun to ripen. They're sitting on my counter. And, and it literally for me is in many aspects like eating candy because there's this great sour, sweet taste in the fruit. 
And so I am adding some sugar to my diet, but I'm doing it in a, a natural way. So it's satisfying my um, that craving for something sweet without totally without completely derailing it and causing the after effects of starting to add some sugar in my body. Okay, the next point is to as you as you do this, right? Start eating foods in more their more natural state. Start eliminating some of those processed foods. Um, so instead of eating, you know, you know one of the ap- examples I like to use is apples. Instead of eating um, applesauce, eat the regular apple itself. Eat the food. That's what clean eating is. It's just simply eating food in its more natural state. Another strategy uh, is steer clear of people who are saboteurs. And, and, and there are some people in your life that are just trying to sabotage your diet. And that may be friends who like to go out and socialize and it's always around food. It might be somebody in the office who brings in the donuts or that person who has um, the big bowl of candy sitting on their desk. Or maybe there's somebody in your family who's just like, okay, we have to have ice cream together. Um, food is something that we tend to share and build relationships around. How about building relationships around healthier foods? Um, so one of the things that sometimes you may need to do while you're while you're breaking away from your sugar habit is to avoid that situation. You know, in an office situation, it's pretty easy to do. Try and take, it, unless that person happens to be straight across from you, desk is close to you, try and take a different route to where you need to go inside of the office so that you don't have to go past the desk with all of the candy on it. If you know that there are donuts or sugary snacks inside of your break room, where can you take a break other than the break room? Uh, if, it's a, if it's a friend, instead of going to a restaurant, how about suggesting a walk or going to, a, uh, going to the theater or something that is different from just sitting down and eating. That was one of the things I noticed when I moved from Milwaukee to Lake Tahoe. Tahoe has a lot of very fit, healthy people. Um, it's We're active people. It's a mountain lifestyle. You don't see a lot of people who aren't fit around here. Um, now, one of the things I noticed was when I was in Milwaukee, how many of my activities with my friends were centered around food and eating or drinking. When I came here to Tahoe, those activities were centered around activities, right? We went hiking, we went to the, we went to the lake, we went skiing, we did all these variety of things. So I know it can be hard to get outside or want to get outside when you're in some of these northern climates, but what are some of your options? You know, I, I coach pickleball. Go play some pickleball. Go for a walk at the mall. I mean, there are a variety of different things that you can do to get up and away from the table and still enjoy your companion's company. So that's what I have for you this morning. Start trying to eliminate some of those sugars by eating more protein, uh, staying away from artificial sweeteners, try some fruit, um, 
watch those saboteurs in your life. Make sure, see if you can avoid some of those saboteurs inside of your life. And as you begin to change your palate, you are going to notice that you crave sugar less. And if you crave sugar less, if you're taking less sugar in your diet, chances are you're going to lose weight. So let's see, as we get to the top of the hour, if you head on over to the One Team Global Facebook page, you're going to have a um, one of our leaders over there helping you to build a new skin business. In the meantime, 